This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes. Until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental and more. Learn more at UH1.com. TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a Premier League lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is, you in, you Reds? Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards, points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. With the new Chevy Silverado, you might be driving in this. But with the Silverado's redesigned interior and large infotainment screens, it'll feel more like this. Introducing the new 2022 Chevy Silverado. Find new upgrades, find new roads. Chevrolet. And... The Vibe. The voice of South Yorkshire and North Derbyshire. BBC Radio Field. Here's Odijay. Trying to get the better of Risa. Using good body strength. In towards Howard. Down he goes. And Barnsley claiming a penalty there. Atkinson not giving it. Big, big decision right at the end of the game in added time. Adijay goes up for it. Away by Carragher. Howard's there once more. Still it's Howard. Still going. Oh yes! He's won it!
the fourth. So they have to third and feed it to Marcel. Now they clip Marcel. Goes for the glory. And gets it. That surely is the goal that takes Barnsley into the Premier League. All right, buzzing around and finding Hammer. Inside he comes. That's what he wants to do. A good results on the pitch over Christmas for Barnsley has got them right at the top of the promotion mix in League One. But as the new year came in, the sale of Brad Potts last week has put a spanner amongst the works. And for once, after a good thing on the, after a good time on the pitch and off the pitch, supporters are now starting to wonder. If Barnes are going to be dipping in the transfer market themselves, there's more rumours of players going out. Is anybody going to be coming in? There's lots to discuss this week on the Reds Report with myself, Chris Mason, and Carlo van der Watering. This is for the fans. The vibe. Well, I've on the red report, Chris Mason, Carlo van der Water, and it's been a good Christmas, but I think it'd be a bit poor of us to skim over the Brad Potts thing early doors, Carlo. I mean, that happened so quickly last week. I think that there's rumour that he's going, and then obviously they've, they've triggered a clause somewhere down the line that nobody's known all about. And do you think he was promised something in August last season? Because the, the last summer, sorry, because the speed of which he's gone. It's quite, it was quite alarming what it was done in the day in, in the, the first interview he gave for Preston It said it had been agreed mid-December So he knew mid-December that he was uh, going But I suppose credit to the club Because nobody knew when it, you know, The club should run the club And the transfers and everything else And um, yeah Rumour Like I said I got to Holland on the Wednesday night And on the Thursday my daughter says to me, "Oh, Brad Potts gone." Thought I've only been in the country, out of the country, twelve hours, and that's it. So, um, yeah, listen, it's a long transfer period. First week is near enough over. I'm, I'm pretty sure if, if if we go with, like I just said, with the whole Bradshaw thing, um, a will we miss Brad Potts? Well, yeah. Based on League One, yeah. Based on League One. And also, you look at his position. Now, he scored a few goals, and I think you'll miss that, so you need to place with somebody who can score goals. Um, You know, at the start of this period, I would have said it'll not be Brad Potter goals. It'll be like McGeehan to a League One or League Two team, and McGeehan's really stepped up. So he's probably looked and thought, if we can make uh, X amount of money here, which obviously they've done, why not? And and, and I'm just curious to see, because I think they'll go for more the natural wide 
players because I still think that's where he sees us going if you want to impose that football with the pace and the high pressing we haven't got any real wide players Potsy play there because he did it for Blackpool but I thought he was far better as a central midfielder almost in like an attacking position so it'll be interesting um, but I'm pretty sure there will be uh, there will be incomings it will because you look at the wide men that we've got at the club at the minute they can't string six games together it, as we've said it again and again but his Grove made an appearance we've not seen him since Um he, he obviously I think the, the manager hasn't got the confidence is he, and the, he we've all, we, we liked Edges when he first came but it's never worked has it I've, when I saw him in the was it the Checker Trey Trophy I think it was mm-hmm. uh, he, he looked impressive but it's hard to gauge because I think it was was it the Bradford match or was it it was the Bradford match yeah he played in that uh, yeah at home and yeah so he, you know he, he, oh, he scored against he, Everton didn't he yeah he looked yeah. looked really good but when you then go to League One, which is a bit more physical than, than the checker trade was, because everybody seemed to make substitutions, so um, it's not really had a consistent run because of the injuries. And whilst that's not nice for Ryan Hedges, for the club, because um, I, th- I think Hedges and his growth are slightly different. I think Hedges, whenever he's been on, he's gave 100%. And with his growth, whilst I really, really like Lloyd his growth as a player, sometimes he's been on for 20 minutes when he started a match, and I thought. He looks absolutely knackered, and we've only played 20 minutes. And I suppose we never got him to a point where he was fully match fit, match sharp, because there'd be an injury and he'd be out again for so many weeks. So maybe this is an ideal opportunity to send those out on loan so they get regular football, maybe in a lower division, just to and then to assess what they're going to do with him in the summer. Um, Jerry Madonio's gone, hasn't he? He's been released from his contract. Yeah. That What's happening at the development level, Carlo? Because we seem to be bringing these players, you know. Some people are saying, are we doing favours for people, this, that and the other, and it's not, there's no development coming really, is there, when you think about, we, players are coming in who, who are on the scrap heap at other clubs, they're obviously not developing at Barnsley the way that we want them to, and then it just seems that there's nothing There's nothing coming through, is there, so to speak? I, I, I think there's some waiting in the wings again, I mean, Jack Walton is an academy, um, Jared Bird, Jacob Brown, so that's been some... Don has been released because he's been signed today, hasn't he? So I think that was an agreement because mm-hmm. he signed for the club where he was on loan. So I think they all have said we're interested. He's an under 23. You might as well terminate his contract yeah. and offer him someone else because then it's cheaper for that club as well. He, it was awkward because when I saw him, I thought he was, you know, 28. Because I know that. I know, yeah. He looked like a really big guy. You know, best of luck to him. Um, it, the one thing that I thought what, what, what we haven't done maybe well Jacob Brown maybe have we got any natural wide players you know in the, in the under 23s that could fill that position I mean you know Matty Wolf signed a new contract and he's been out for quite some time so um, listen 25th of January at half 7 at Electric Theatre Bobby Assel Martin Avaney we'll ask him who's coming they'll, through and who's on the cuff coming through they'll have a lot of questions to answer I think so a lot of people have been di- I think it's fair to say I think a lot of people have been disillusioned with the academy product over the last couple of years haven't they I don't know because I think if you look it's from people that won't watch him though you, you see the tweets I think BFC Luke on Twitter is one of the main ones he's I'd love him to be at the night actually because I think he'd ask some very good questions he watches them a lot and I, th- I think you have to be open and honest that in an under 23s let's say a, a, a match selection of 15 players not all 15 will all, all, always go on to play for the first team because they don't I think if every year you get two or three good and through that at this level and and I mean we had the issue with Jacob Brown I'd like to see him as a striker perfect that role or get the experience league one up front and then maybe use him as a right back or a right midfield or whatever Jared Bird when I've seen Jared Bird I mean um, what's his name left back 
who played in midfield and are kind of open. Ben Williams. Ben Williams. You know, he's another one from the under 23 signed a contract. So I think there are. I think sometimes we, you know, maybe the development. Um, Maybe when players go, we'll look at them to see if they can fill. And maybe you know they need a bit longer. But I, th- I think there's a there's a steady drip. I'd love to see the tap opening up a bit more. But I suppose they have to be you know the players have to be ready, don't they? For that's it. Yeah, and the, things like the Checker Trade Trophy, I don't think are going to help him. Man City are going to win that competition. I can see that coming a mile off as well. It's um, anyway. It's, I hope they do against another under twenty ones with I don't know maybe. But it's been agreed, hasn't it? It's played with four thousand people watching because it, it's ruined the competition. Yeah, but it's been agreed, hasn't it, that it's going to continue. So the, there's going to be there's no rest for the uh, there's no rest for the League One and League Two teams in that respect. Um, we'll not be in it next year. We'll be <laughs> it all depends on who leaves again in January. I think Key for more. He, he seems like he's got one foot out the door, doesn't he? It doesn't. It doesn't add up, does it? The rumours are rampant. He's seemed to have a fallout. He, he had a spat with the manager at the weekend. He's not start. He, he didn't start the game. And me and you were the odd. The, me, me and you always say, if you're fit enough to be on the bench, you're fit enough to start a game of football. He'd not played for. He's a fit lad anyway. Where do you stand on Kiefer Moore? Is he, is he going to go? Is he is he championship bound? He's not good enough, by the way. He, I don't. He'd not get as many goals as what he did for us, but. If the money that's being talked about is true, you'd snap their hands off, wouldn't you? And, but I like Kiefer, but it's a big valuation for a player that hasn't cut it at that level. I think the problem is that um, that Kiefer Moore was an outstanding player, especially early on in the season. I think he's been a little bit overshadowed by Coley Woodrow, who's more of an all-round striker, I suppose, a different type of striker than what Kiefer is. I I would presume that if Kiefer is going to go in this in this season... They'll do like Bradshaw. They'll have somebody lined up, and he might be out of the door on a Thursday, and on the Monday or whatever they'll announce a new player. And um, I think if the price is right, and they think they can replace him with the like-for-like players that you know maybe a bit younger or whatever, you know they probably would. Um, It'd be I, a shame though, wouldn't it? Makes it's a lot of dismantling again, isn't it? It is. You know, uh, it is. But I suppose whilst he's in form and he's hitting the goals in the Championship next season. I don't know. No, we, we we saw him, and it, you know, he's a handful, but he wasn't the finished product. Was he? League One's always been his league. When he was on loan with Rotherham, it was League One, mm-hmm. wasn't it? And he played, you know, he, he scored almost every other match. And, and I like Aoife more, and ideally I want to keep him. But if, for whatever reason, Daniel Standall feels that he needs to start on the bench, I, it baffles me at times. I see TMI wide and I see Kiefer and I think, you know, we, we make almost give it. Taking a little bit easy on there on, on the opponent's defence because I think if you got he's getting an hard ride on it at times. Kiefer, he's he's an handful, like you say, he's a plan B. He, he wears them down, doesn't he? Yeah, he does, and he, he bullies teams. Do, do you think Kiefer Moore? We'd see a better Kiefer Moore in the Championship if he had a full season at League One with the side and went up with the team, because that, that's what I think. If he stayed at Barnsley a full term, he'd, I think he'd get twenty-five goals. I don't think he'd be short of that. And then he goes up with a team full of confidence, and I think you'd see a better all-round player, wouldn't you? Cut from the successes instead of bit part here on loan, coming up to the champion. Because if Leeds say it is Leeds, because that's the, the massive rumour, Leeds go up to the Premier League, he ain't playing for Leeds United in the Premier League. No, no. And I think, I mean, to be perfectly fair, it's January, so it's around about now. The wheels will come off for Leeds anyway, because they do every. I season. can't see it this year, mate. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. No. I don't know. We say that every season, don't we? But it always sort of does. I think the expectation. You know they got they got knocked out. Was it by QPR in the FA Cup? They weren't. Yeah, they, yeah. They, and I, I, I just think when we went up last time in League One, um, you had that first season back in the Championship. All the players still together. Um, you know they brought um, Izzy back, and obviously we had the Hurricanes, the Winners, and everybody else. And we looked a unit. And I just think 
for our continued success as well. I'd rather Kiefer Moore stays no, yeah. we go up and then I think we'll have a better striker in Kiefer Moore in the Championship next season. Definitely. Yeah, and then Liam Lindsay, the, the Italian thing, and then there's, there's Ethan Pinnock. There's, there's, the rumours have been so strong, haven't they, before anything's even... before January even kicked off, which is a shame. I know, I know Barnsley's played well and they've had a good start to the season, but the interesting are players, and you look at Peter, they're strengthening. Um, Sunderland don't look like they want to lose anybody. Portsmouth have strengthened. They don't look like they. Portsmouth have lost an old one. They lost the yeah. um, what was it? Ben Thompson is it? The midfielder who was alone from for Millwall. We're absolutely yeah. on the show. He's, he's gone back. I think we will. I think the problem is with Barnsley when we do well. We used to be a club that sold, sold, sold. I think with the Pinnock, the, the Pinnock. He's, he's creating interest. He's up for Player of the Month because he's just absolutely outstanding. Mm-hmm. And I think in the Championship, he, he, you know, probably. But again, um, he's under quite a few years yet. They'll not sell him until something else is, is, is available. We do need strengthening. We do because mm-hmm. I think we we've come through for, uh, December a lot better than I thought and hoped we would do. Um, you know, after the Wicker match, a draw's been the worst result we've had, and if you see, we've played, but. Um, this is like you say this is the time people get loans if you look at Peter bringing Lee Tomlin back on loan yeah I was shocked with that as well I got very shocked when I saw that yeah and it's obviously he's got the ties with, with, with Peterborough but I just think it'd be good to get a, like a marquee and I don't mean John Marquis from, from Doncaster a, a marquee signing of somebody people say wow <laughs> look at what Barnsley been able to do how difficult is it in January though because the Premier League teams struggle and just uh, I mean Chelsea want a striker they're looking at Getting Higuain in on loan, another player who's going to struggle to adapt to the Premier League, obviously because it's January and Morata's not cut it, so that's why they're after a striker. How difficult will it be for the club to make that type of signing in January? It, it is hard, mate, isn't it? Because we've we've done it in the past. We've we ended up with Callum Elder and, and and players of the of the like when we lost players last time. They can't go down that road again, can they? It's got to be like for like and not less. Yeah, less than. And, and I think we're in a stronger position with the owners of saying we're not going to let them go until we've got yeah. whoever it is, is they want. It, it's not, you know, it's not a, a grand sale where everybody's for sale for the right price, which we've seen before as Barnsley fans, haven't we? So it's it's all about um, the owners, the structure, and how much do the players want it? You know, I, I can't, you know, I, I, if Brett Potts gets a really decent wage for Preston North End, he was a good footballer. I think we made him a better footballer than he was when he came to us um, but I also think we're not going to you know go down the league because we haven't got Brad Potts no more because for us it is about no. the team isn't it we get goals from all over whoever fills that position from the midfield just needs to um, contribute with a goal or six I mean I said I, I sent a tweet out that um, when the when Royston Guardiola brought all these players in 18 months ago the, the club had a month three and four year deals and while it's better for the club that Brad Potts still had 18 months to go on his contract, they were able to get a good fee for him. It's not a win-all and a hurran where there's six months left on the contract and they're scratching around for 300 grand and, and, and the likes and 800 grand and up to a million pounds. Preston have paid a record fee for him. That still doesn't wash with some of the fan base though, does it? That the club have got the best deal for themselves. I, I was happy with the contracts that they've, they've given players because it stopped us having his pants down and losing players on the cheap. But some of the fans still are upset that the, the the tweets come out the the letters will be in the chronicle same old Barnsley the the club have got to 
if it's not similar, it's got to be more than, hasn't it? And you, you can't. There's nobody dropping down the leagues will be good if they say they go to League Two, but they've got to look at getting players who are at the top of that division, haven't they? Now you look at like a Hurrahan who was at Plymouth, who was, captain, was top, That's what I'm saying, mate. Top, yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely agree. And to be fair, they did it, didn't they? When we saw Bradshaw letters in the Chronicle, people on all these, you know, I'm not going to mention Dyke. Oh, I just did. You know, the club don't know what they're doing. But then when they announced Coley Woodrow, I fell off. He was injured for a bit, and and and. and Coley Woodrow then started playing, started scoring. Nobody says, oh no, I got this wrong. You know, you, you have to have a huge degree of faith that the club knows what they're doing. The track record over the past year or so says that, you know, they've got the financial clout to fight people off and say, you know what, we're not, we're not willing to sell. And we need to avoid what happened two years ago when it was yeah. buy one, get one. Um, but I, I totally agree. I think if you're going to bring players in, you either need to look at, say, like, Championship on the 23s, people that you know could do with the football in League One to break through or whatever. Um, and, and we've said it before, you know, we played Manchester City on the 21s. Some of those kids in there, I tell you, they made they gave our team a run for the money. Well, then you look at you look at Gillingham, for example, their top striker in the divisions, deceives in it at, at Gillingham, is very similar in the mould of Kiefer Moore. You lose a Kiefer Moore. Surely you can go to a Gillingham with because I'm not, I don't buy this. The fans are saying that we won't spend money on wages. They do realise we're quite well off now, the fans, don't they? They're not going to be offering peanuts to players. Corey Woodrow can not come for Bar- to Barnsley for two grand a week. No no way. Um, <clears throat> in fact, if I'm honest, I think he'll be on more than one. Adam, Adam Hamill on to, but he's a, a better age than Adam Hamill, and he's worth the, the wages that it's he'll probably be. It? Yeah, it's you, an investment, you can, correct. You can pay him yes. eight, nine, ten grand a week, mm-hmm. knowing that if he hits form. In 12 months, you get a lot of money. Time, you could probably give all your money plus a healthy profit, mm-hmm. and like they've done with Potts, and interest yeah. in his future. If yeah. he does sign for another club, there's 10, 15% it's, to come back to it's that resale value, isn't it? And it is, is at that age for a resale value. But you look, you'd look at like you've just said, Carlo, players that are at the top of the game in League Two, top of the game in League One, and you'd be straight in for players like that, wouldn't you? There'd be no messing around. You look at Luton, who are second. Yeah, they, they've lost their manager as well. So if you can offer them more wages and you can offer them a bit, you've got to look at that option, haven't you? Instead of maybe trying to go down the youngster who's not getting a game in the Premier League route all the time. Now, because you, you, ideally, the, the whole thing is about League One. It's a very physical league. So if there is somebody available that's already, I suppose, proven or played in this league, I think the the, the, the danger that it doesn't work out is a lot lower, or the chances are a lot, mm-hmm. lot lower. So you go to... Yeah, you look who the, the, the top scorers are. Gillingham is not a club that can probably sit back and say, oh, no, we don't want to... You know what I mean? Because we used to be that club. We were the feeders for all the other clubs, and we got a player, developed them, and went. Yeah. We are now... Slightly above that, and we can now look at those sorts. We could clubs. take their players, can't we? Exactly, exactly. It's it, it, it's a good it's a good time, isn't it? Because you're in the top six, and you can, if even Sunderland, for example, if they were down the leagues, and this is all if buts and maybes, you could even cherry pick their players. That's what it's about, isn't it? When you're in a position that Barnsley are in, surely. I think so. And then if if you look at, you know, you look at the results we had over the Christmas period. A lot of other clubs will have looked. It was to me, it was always make or break. We said it. We, we yeah, we did. Break. Yeah, make or we break. Did, yeah. And you look at the results. A nil-nil away at Luton on New Year's Day, I think, is a fantastic result. And to stop them scoring for the first time in I don't know how many mm. matches, um, you look at the result. Uh, you know, you look at the, uh, the the Peterborough at home. You know, Charlton. You know, 
it's, it's absolutely players will want to play for clubs because we play attractive football and how many times even Burnley how many times do you see opposing fans on Twitter saying Barnsley by far one of the best clubs we've had attractive football playing on the, f- on the floor and it's just good to see it certainly is the football is good to see at the weekend some behaviour in the crowd wasn't we'll discuss that after the break The Reds Report on The Vibe sponsored by Opium the number one indie bar in Barnsley
Red's Report on The Vibe. Sponsored by Opium, the number one indie bar in Barnsley. And we're back on The Red's Report. Some happy Mondays there. Very, very nice. Simply lovely on a Wednesday evening on Charles The Red's Report. Me. Hi, Charles. Fantastic. Wait till you hear the next song. Bit of Whitney Houston. Come on. Oh, good God. <laughs> um... <laughs> Right, obviously, um, obviously a good December for Barnsley on the pitch. Um, some good results, some decent football. Opposition bang average. I think I said to you, I thought the opposition on Boxing Day were poor. Who's been, who's been looking back? Who's been, which team has impressed you most that Portsmouth. we played? Portsmouth, because they, what, they, at Oakwell. Yes, they were because I think Luton didn't look like they got out of gear on New Year's Day. I think we made them I think we made Luton look average. If anybody was going to win that game it was probably going to be us. I know they had some chances second half, but I think that with what we've got with an Alex Mowat when he's picking the ball up and driving and, and nearly scoring from thirty yards and just little things like that, I think that I'm not saying Portsmouth were brilliant, I'm saying they were a, they were the best of a bad bunch because I don't believe Lee Bowyer that Charlton could have got out of that game. That he's flannelling no. his supporters and I think that's he has to you, do the dumb because they drove four hours. But it's poor, isn't it? Oh, yeah. You, you openly lying to the supporters that... The, the fact is, they were 2 out down after 14 minutes and then they didn't get back into the game. The sending off had nothing, didn't impact the game whatsoever. Yeah, they've got to go... Yeah. I've, I've not seen... I'll be, I'll be perfectly honest. I've not seen the side come to Oakwell this season that I say, they're a class above, except oh, for ourselves. Oh, no, not a class above. I just thought, out of the, out of the teams, I think Portsmouth... I can see why they're top of the division. You, you, can, you, you can because they seem they've got a way of getting results. And I think they, look at look at when they were at Fleet when they I were th- losing two one. No, I think you're fair in saying they're top of the league because I think they they can scrape a one nil result. They com- don't play anybody off the pitch, but they're effective in getting getting a result. And they're consistent. That's the key. Yeah. When we went up, we were consistent. In the, it took us well January, but, but then, then yeah. we got consistent yeah. and, and we went up. But like you look at them, they went to Fleetwood and they won five two. Quite comfortably in the end after being two one down, just little things like that that said that's why they're where they are. Peterborough for me, look how hot and cold they are. They come to Oakwell, they were absolutely garbage. They went to Accrington and won four and out. This is you don't get that from Portsmouth, but you get it from Peterborough. You get it from Sunderland. Do, but do we have to give ourselves some credit there? Oh, yeah, to you say do. We oh, held we, Peterborough. Oh. We 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 scored. Is it six goals against Peterborough? Yeah, we we played well. This isn't out to the way how we played. We we played very very well on Boxing Day, but. Because we're quite consistent, actually. I know the league position at times hasn't shown it, but results-wise, and I think and we've just lost a match at the wrong time. Yes, and others we have. have been playing, yes. or they've played each other, or whatever. Or Wimbledon at home when we drew nil-nil when we were on a flyer. Yeah. You know, after beating Bradford and, and beating we Oxford. Thought, yeah, yeah. That's that. That's you know, you're right there. And then like Walsall at home, you know, and it was banging it down with rain, and, and and we scored one. We scored through. Well, Adebayo, I think me, Kyle, and yourself had scored that. It hit him and, and ran. I think the, you could have done away at me as well. That's it. It went into the net, didn't it? And, and it, but then we but we conceded a goal towards the end, and, and that's the type of result you're talking about. Uh, Boxing Day, we were excellent, played them off the park. They got the tactics right, got the formation right, got the personnel right, which I think is key as well. Getting personnel right is is very important. But then they go to Accrington and win four 0 and you think, oh, hang on a minute, they were absolutely garbage on Boxing Day. Played them off the park, not not because they were garbage, we made them look poor. Yeah. There were times when they got the ball down, you know, and and they got it into the box where they, they looked a threat. But we very much we very much restricted Peterborough to shots outside the box. I think as well, in the, especially in the first half. Yeah, um, I, I I can you know if I use if I do my Mystic Meg sort of routine, I look into my crystal ball. I in my head, I, I see Peterborough dropping down and maybe finishing around seventh, eighth, ninth. You know, I, I don't think they've got the quality to continue. 
It's, it's, it's what he invests, I suppose, though, in January, isn't it? Yeah, but he said any. They've brought Tumlin in now. Some now some have to go to balance the books. So I don't think there's anybody else sort of coming in. Sunderland, Portsmouth, Barnsley. To me, two of those teams will finish first and second. Or Luton. I'd throw Luton in that mix if they don't go. Luton will be interesting. They lost will. the manager today. It'll be interesting to see what that does to the squad. Because I think for a lot of Charlton fans, you look at the Charlton squad, and there's some decent players, but I think it's the manager that makes that team. Because they were very hard to beat when we played them at theirs. They beat us, you know. And I think the, 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 the tactical now, so whatever you want to call it, of that manager gave them an advantage the fact that at home you have to wonder when you take that manager away and no you can bring somebody else in but that foundation still starts to shake a little bit doesn't it mm-hmm. and other other clubs always have that new manager syndrome don't they where you take over and suddenly mm-hmm. the results for Luton it's about maintaining those results and I think that's going to be quite hard so I I think Luton will finish in the playoffs but I think Barnsley, Portsmouth, Sunderland, Dole three, top three they've got to a point from within Luton and the to keep things at, You'd think, wouldn't you? A point from within, a bit like what Barnsley did, and you keep that momentum, so to speak, don't this you? This is a good time to look at Luton and say, I fancy not in that way, but you know, if there's a player there that you think he could do a job for yeah. us, because they'll have to announce, you know, they have to announce a manager. And, and maybe they're strong enough to say, no, we're not going to sell, but. You know, you wave them magic £50 notes, or Scottish ones, if Gally's listening, mm-hmm. and, and soon. Um, so I think it, it, it's a, it's a, if you're going to lose a manager, it's better to lose him at the beginning of the transfer period, isn't it? Yeah, at the end. Because if they bring somebody in quickly, unlike us last year, on the last day or whatever it was. Um, so, it'd be interesting. I've, I've not been blown away. We've pl- Except for Burton, we've played everybody. And yeah. I, I, I can't say that I've been... Last season, I can remember sitting here and saying to you, oh, I thought Fulham were awesome. Home and away, absolutely fantastic. I've, Villa. I've not really. Teams like that, yeah. Yeah, uh, if I look back, I think I tell you, we're a good uh, Blackpool haven't been a bad side this season. I know we beat them on their own patch, but they I was just looking outside the top six. Mm-hmm. You look at a Blackpool and maybe a Doncaster. Is somebody going to come from behind? Do you think and and, and sneak and, and snake that playoffs? Because I think there's always one team, and you do want you sometimes wonder, don't you, that a team with momentum like that. That's why you don't want to maybe get caught in the playoffs if you're Barnsley, because if you're there all season, you sort of get. You're steady in there, aren't you? But then, yeah, I, if a team know. comes in with a lot of confidence, as we've shown, it can normally be the catalyst to go up. Sometimes it's one signing, isn't it, that mm-hmm. makes things click into place. And yeah. um, I, I suppose, in, in I was in Holland for a few days and probably nothing to do because football winter break. And it's weird, isn't it? They've got a winter break for four or five weeks, doing absolutely naff all. And some of the clubs play abroad and play friendlies. Yeah. And, and here it's the, the busiest time of year, fixture-wise. And obviously the transfer period. I, I can't wait till it's open, done, and we know what we've got to carry us through. Because I think we, 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 we should be good enough to aim for a top two club. I'm happy going up a second you know, I've said that, yeah. Nice. No, automatic I'm, I'm promotion's fine, yeah. The, I'm more than is. happy. And mm-hmm. obviously, you look at the fixtures coming up, and when they say, oh, well, you know, they're about to be easy to win, they'll, they'll start to fight. Because you, you, you look, don't you? Do, yeah. Somebody who's at the top of Christmas is normally gets promoted. Same, if you're in the bottom three at Christmas. Yeah. Um, Bradford is just hitting a bit of form, but Kyle will tell us more about that later. Wimbledon, not an easy place to go to either. You know, we've got the small matter on later on in Feb- February of Portsmouth away. So, you know, a lot of interesting matches still to come. And still waiting for the home fixture against Burton to be rearranged. What about Rochdale, Carlo? They've been thumped 4-0 twice, haven't they, over Christmas? Y- you look at teams like that, the only teams that we play that are going to be down at the bottom, if, the, if, the, if teams are cut adrift, I think that's when... 
you can pick results up, isn't it? Not when you look at a Plymouth who have managed to try and pull a few results around and a Bradford. They are going to be difficult eggs to yeah. crack now, aren't they? Because they are. Actually, you say one team that didn't blow us away, I thought Plymouth played well when they came to Hotwell that Tuesday yeah. night. Yeah. They just started to turn a corner, Plymouth. And they, ah, it's true, I forgot about they, them. They, they played, really all, yeah, they, they played very well, didn't they, Plymouth? And they're going to be... That's a tough away game to go to. You've got to go all the way down there and there's, there's Bristol Rovers to go to away from home and, you know, it's very closed in there. And there's a lot of tough, bumpy match. There's a, lot of, there's a lot of tough fixtures coming up. There is. Um, and, and it's about us maintaining our style of play because it seems during this Christmas period that he had a fairly settled sort of match day squad to choose from and only yeah, injuries that, that, you know, that, that made him make any changes. And if, if we can continue... Bradford at home on Saturday, you know, from kickoff, if we can get the ball, keep it on the floor like we have been doing. I know it's, it's. I think we've played almost at times better football without Kiefer Moore because Kiefer Moore is easy to just wang it up and hoping he gets it and and not because we've had to play it on the floor, and we've had to go through their midfield to try and get to their goal, and I think at times. Yeah, you're missing because the goal thread that he's got, and especially on you do. corners as a pieces, I admit. But I think sometimes we've almost been forced to play it on the floor and play in a different sort of way. And I think it suited us because the matches that you know he, he didn't play, we've you know we did all right. But if he plays in a two, you've got that option though. Then that's say. true. And this, yeah, is, yeah. this is what we do. Miss, well, I think. sorry, I, I, what I meant to say is, if you play him in a two, then it, it, you can utilize him. If you play him like when he came on the other day and you play him out wide, no, he needs to be him and, and Coley Woodrow. So if mm-hmm. he does head it on. Somebody can go for it. But then let's go right back to Blackpool game though. He played he played four two four at Blackpool, didn't he? he? Played more out wide. He played and he used that because that was a tactic, wasn't he? It it was a kick because Blackpool are strong in midfield. I think they have been the, yeah. the, all season, and it were a kick. We did bypass the midfield in that respect, didn't we? Against Blackpool, but you used more as a wide man because he was knocking it into the channels. And me and you have screamed out for the manager to just change things a little bit. And that Blackpool thing, because my dad said to me, "Well, why is he passes?" Hey, listen, he's trying something new, and I thought yeah. that was that showed to me that they're not very rigid in the because we've said I've seen it on the sort of Twitter people are saying, Well, who's playing it all behind Woodrow? Me and you have said for months and months the formation is 4 2 and interchangeable three with one man up top, and yeah. that seems to be what they like. Away at Blackpool, completely changed it. How refreshing was that to see? Because that, yeah, I know we've just said we don't want him out wide, but. It changed it up, didn't it? And it gave Barnsley a different option going it, it forward. It did, and they were, they were unprepared for that. And what he yeah. did, he, he, he took the ball like a hammer and brought it in to have a shot. Because we're almost using him as a wide man because naturally we haven't got any wide man, has he? We, we, we talked no. about it before with his growth. And, and listen, while ever he's on the pitch, he'll make life really, really difficult, whether he's out wide mm-hmm. or up front. Um, I, 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 when I said I thought we'd play maybe not better, it was a different way of playing. But it's good to see that despite him, we could still get results because that was the main fear, I think, on Boxing Day when he wasn't playing. And you think, oh my God, you know, and then we know we're ill. He's been to the chiropractor, he had a back problem and everything else. But you think, can we do it? Can we do it? You know, we haven't spoken about it. Cam McGeehan, it's almost like, you know, he stepped up a bit, hasn't he? He's he's been involved with everything that's been good about Barnsley. And on the other hand, you know, goal line clearances and everything else. Um, And it's it's a joy to watch at times. It really, really is. Guilty of giving Cameron McGeehan a bit of an obituary a couple of months ago, Carlo. How, how do you sit now? Is is your opinion? Is it a one eighty for I, yourself? I, I would say it's a one eighty change. I, I still think if I had the choice, I think I think he's getting better because yeah. he's, he's, he's getting regular football and yeah. I think he's, he's playing more to his capacity. Is he at his level? I think so, and that's I why think, I think, that's I think, why I've seen a better player. I think Cam McGeehan is a really, really good 
League One central midfielder, maybe in a defensive. He's played him up, you know, in in that three a bit, a bit more forward behind the striker. Um, but credit to Camagian, he got a chance. He took it at times when Kenny Dougal, you know, when Kenny Dougal got injured, he was almost like the, the, the first or initial choice, and, and he got his game time. And now we found a way of still playing him, and obviously Potsy going will will mm-hmm. free some of that free that role up, and. Um, He's done really, really well, and you know that's good to see because I was the first to say I don't think he's our, you know, I don't think he's our level. I'm, I'm, I'm man enough to say you know what he's, he's proven me wrong because I think he's getting he's to getting, be he's a, 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 a very you know not certain but definitely somebody that's in that 15-16 on the match day um, that could do a job for us. Yeah, certainly capable and proven his worth at this level at the minute. Um, did a top ten for 2018 before the the year closed out, and I put Kenny Dougal signing in the top three. Um, that along with the arrival of Stendhal and, and Thumping Peter away was the top three for 2018. So I think we asserted ourselves the, the, the changing philosophy in the summer was number one with the manager coming in. But Kenny Dougal coming in in the summer, I put it at number three because I just, I'm amazed at how good of a footballer he actually is and I, I can't understand how he's been missed by so many teams and we've, because he, he, everything's so simple and, and I think that, are the best footballers sometimes the one that do things more simple because he he proves that week in week out that the, the more simpler he does things the better he the better he looks. I think he's got a certain intelligence and a certain anticipation in every match where he, before he gets the ball he knows where people are he plays a quick pass doesn't look does he sometimes no, yeah and, and, and if, if if you were to if you look at a I haven't got it with me a, a, a squat photo of of, of of the Barnsley players you look at a Cabagini you look at like Brapotts when he played first you look at Cavari you look at a TM. You know, you look at the leg muscles and the proper, and then you look at Kenny Dougal. He's not I, as far through as a McDonald's chip, is he? But, yeah, he's, but he is so effective in that role. I think the reason, don't get me wrong, we put it on Twitter today, you know, Volt for Ethan Pinnock, man of the, um, the month, uh, player of the month for, for December, because he's done amazingly well. But there's no coincidence that that went inside with the fact that Kenny Dougal came back and the defence... You know, when you talk about Adam Davies, people are still doing that on social media. I think Adam Davies is being helped out enormously by a settled defence because all yeah, the agree, good. Yeah. And I think if you then put Kenny Dougal in front of that, um, it, life has become a little bit easier for Adam Davies. I don't think he's become a better keeper. I think the people in front of him have held teams so they, you know, sort of don't breach the lines. But Kenny Dougal is just. Uh, He's, he's a little bit like the Matty James a couple of seasons ago, where you just Played look at him, wow. And, and if he now gets a regular run, hopefully, hopefully we've not lost him for this Asia Cup thing, which is good. They've told him he's not going, haven't they? Which the interview he did on Sheffield, he, I liked his can-do attitude because he basically said, well, I'm, I'm here at Barnsley now, not, well, I'm not going, I'm, yeah. I'm still here. I'm here at Barnsley now and we're aiming for the top two. I, I loved hearing that, you know, yeah. and it was really it was really refreshing to hear that from a from a player. That and and it is, and I think he knows himself. If he plays to the best of his ability, we get back to the championship. He's got a bigger chance of being picked for you know mm-hmm. the, the year after or however, however often that that tournament is. Um, he's been at times the difference. I think when he was out injured, we missed him. And when he does play, um, he doesn't always look like a footballer, um, but he's, he's very, very verbal. I think he'd be an ideal candidate for, for a captaincy. He would, yeah, of course he would. And um, he's, he's one of the, th- I think he's one of the reasons why we're doing so well at the moment, because you've got somebody who's very natural, gifted, intelligent, and before people thinking I'm stalking him, I'm, I'm not, I've, I've learned my lesson. Um, he's just um, definitely one of the reasons we're doing so well. I want a quick note on Dimitri Cavari. I think that 
a lot of stick at the beginning of December, saw him took out of the side. Um, I think was he took out of the side for the second round of the FA Cup, wasn't he? I think he changed it around then. He did, yeah. Um, he came out of the side and it, it was on form, but he's just seemed to have... He, he's like Marmite, though. The one half of the fan base loves him, the other half are not having him. And it's... It, that's very much what I see with him. One half's having him, the other's not. But he's come back into the side. He's made that position his own again, and I'm impressed again by him weekly because he just seems to do. He's, he's, I think it's the way he gets up and down that line. I know he's lazy getting back, but you cannot. You, you can penalise Pinilos for not being good defensively at times, and and, and Zeki Fryers as well. Cavari is very similar to those lads in that he's very good at going forward, and things do seem effortless. And I think against Peterborough, he. Um, he deserved a goal against Peterborough for the way he got... It, where was the... Pre- I know he got man of the match amongst the supporters with the vote and that, but that run and, and the ball in for Mowat, the players ran to him, gave him a lot of credit, and you could see what it meant to the players because he's coming for a, a fair amount of stick, hasn't he? Some of it warranted, but I think 90% of it at time has been a bit over the top. I think Barnsley... Always. Barnsley fans need somebody to vent when things are not going right. Last season, Brad Potts. Brad Potts could have scored three hat-tricks in a match, but we were still unhappy because his hair wasn't the right colour or his socks were too long or his shorts were... This you know. is for the fans. The vibe. Sorry. <laughs> he knows how to put his off today. So last last season, that was Brad Potts. I think this yeah. season, that's been Cavari. I think the, 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 the racial... Um, the racism incident a couple of weeks ago, I think knocked him a little bit as well. I think so, yeah. Um, but... Any any team that we face, when you're running on that wing and you see him in front of you, you know you you're going to trickle a little bit, aren't you? Because he, he he looks mm-hmm. he looks that sort of player. Um, and, and and again, when I talked about a settled back four, he's been key in that. We've we've hardly changed the the, the central pairing. No, I mean, he's very much been a mainstay, hasn't he? He has. Yeah, Penelope's injuries and Ben Williams come in. Zaki Fryers can come in, but. And, and Cavari, the, and the thing is as well, whilever he's playing, he can have that crazy moment and that rush of blood to edge where he goes and run, goals past four and, and, and curls in the top corner. <laughs> he can do, yeah, <laughs> he certainly can. We're back after this short break. This is for the fans. The Vibe. Bash. 
Marcel goes for the glory and gets it. Well, it's 20 years ago, isn't it? But, uh, <laughs> it's Bradford at home at the weekend. A quick Bradford preview and uh, a quick shoot-off. And uh, that's us done. Um, Kyle Bradford, the form side, aren't they, I think, in the division? Well, he, they, they're not... They couldn't string a win together for the lives, could they? Were a, a while ago, but now they're very much the the form side. They're climbing up that table. The Thump Rochdale away four 0 We're unlucky at Sunderland. Tough opposition for Barnes at the week, and now now Hopkins has he's settled in, hasn't he? At yeah. Bradford. Yeah, they've hit a bit of form at right time, I suppose. They were bang bottom at league with a few adrift, and now they're only just inside uh, relegation zone. So one four at last five as well. So that's why he's been put up for manager at month, I suppose. How's the um, how's Bradford looking coming in? in it's suspensions, injuries. How's their squad looking ahead of the weekend? Are they fully fit? Are they ready to uh, ready to come to Basel with a fully fit squad? As far as I know, they're looking like they've got no injury problems or whatever. Jim, Jim O'Brien's Jim O'Brien's left. Was left any? We signed for Notts is it County. County today? Who's who's danger man? Because to be fair, I tend to concentrate that much on Barnsley. I forget who the danger people are. It's, has Bradford got sort of like an outer? I'm like, oh, watch him. Um, the lad Payne, isn't it? Jack Payne yeah. and Owen Doyle can get you a few goals here and there. Uh, they've just signed that. Uh, po- Poide O'Connor from Leeds, who were on loan at Blackpool. Yes, they have. Yeah, um, he's a good. Big lad at centre half, so maybe he might start as well at his debut. And he's a big lad. Okay, Carlo, obviously unbeaten at home since March, Barnsley. That run continues. Has to, doesn't it? It, it, it? it has to at the weekend because we've said, haven't we? It's imperative that I know we've dropped a few points at home in terms of draws, but surely from now to the end of the season, it's about winning on home turf, isn't it? If you're going to be serious about getting promoted. You have to, you know, we, we, we've played, if you look at the last few home matches, you know, Charlton are up up there, thereabouts, Peterborough were, uh, Portsmouth were, 
on paper you look at it you say ah oh, Bradford easy there's no games easy these no. have just hit some form it's, it's hoping that we can unlock that and, and having some faith in our, our management team and tactical team to unlock Bradford you have to win your home match if you win your home matches we'll probably make the playoffs if yes, we have no yeah, matches yes. and nick some points away then you we go can go for the top because that's ultimately if, if we finish third I think the season disregarding of the play they're aiming for top two so they are, yeah. teams like this at home and, and like I said, I mean, I know I'm biased, but I've not seen anybody at home that I'm afraid of. I doubt Bradford will be one of those. But I like the look of us where we play that flowing football and some of the team goals that we've scored where, you know, I just think, will there be a... I know they've hit some form, but have they played a team like Barnsley? And I don't think they have. They, they, they'll be, I think they'll be, be a tough nut to crack, I think, at the weekend, Bradford. It's Once we go three up, they'll be fine. Okay. It's, it's <laughs> a Yorkshire derby as well, and I think that they'll be backed by a good support. The, the fans will not be as downhearted as they were. They, what it is for Bradford, I think, they're starting to see something happening with the new manager whereas when he first came in he was fighting fires all over the place David Hopkins I think now he's finally got his squad settled and that makes for a good game at the weekend it, it does I'll, I'll be perfectly honest I never see it as a Yorkshire derby if it's Chef United Chef Wednesday Doncaster lead those to me are Yorkshire Derby Bradford it just it don't feel like that does it? I mean I know it is geographically but it's like playing all and I say you know um I think you're spot on. I think the manager had a lot of off-the-pitch problems. He's dealt with everything. He's got a settled squad. The scoring goals, they look dangerous. The question is, are they well-equipped to stop us playing our game? Oh, that's what it's I, all about. I, 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 I don't think we are. And I think once, if, and we have been, you know, if, you, if, we, if we go up a goal sort of early on, 14th minute perhaps, then um, I think... We seem to settle down a little bit because the, the big difference this year, because the last few years, is we go all go all up and we go and search for the second, and and we've been often enough and we Chris, well we go all go up and it's like we're sitting back mm-hmm. and you're thinking, yeah. hold on, there's still sixty minutes to be played. So um, are, I yeah. think I think it'll be a good match. I hope they bring a lot. It's so disappointing when Doncaster came and they brought I don't know four camper vans and 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 and, and a bus. You know what I mean? Without yeah, yeah. anybody there. Um, and I think Bradford being on the way up, yeah, it should be it should be a good match. I think they play football the right way, um, but I can't see past a Barnsley win. Now, um, score prediction, Carlo, for Saturday? Um, I'll go for, let's start the season off with other, this new year off. Uh, Barnsley 3, Bradford 1. 2-1. Two 2-1, one. Two one. and I'm going to go 2-1 as well, I think, definitely. It's a full uh, a full scoreboard for Basel then at the weekend. You Reds. Uh, Opium Indie Bar obviously sponsor the show as we go out live, and it's uh, Webmart that sponsor the podcast as well and so get yeah. behind those and give them a follow on Twitter and that podcast will be out later today as well and just, just missed us live and we're on tomorrow aren't we as well uh, yeah and just to remind show. people if you're going in Redfern's Bar before the match uh, tickets are available for our evening which is I mean it's now Wednesday two weeks on Friday yeah. so we've got Gautier Ganai the CEO coming we've got the Academy Director Bobby Hassel coming we've got Martin Avaney who's the head coach of the under 23s we're waiting on confirmation of some German guests that's all we can say at the moment raffle prizes need to be mentioned Conor Horan sent us a parcel in the post and that's a signed Aston Villa shirt with obviously his signature on the back and the lettering and badges and everything else uh, we're waiting on a call from our old mate Gules McDonald to go and pick a shirt up that he signed a hull and Josh Cowan if you can remember him he's been uh, good enough to sign his Wembley boots and he's got like a, a polo shirt that was like a match day polo shirt but the players turned up in um, that's coming as well so there's um, still some tickets available Red Ferns Bar pre the Bradford match you can go to the 
Manx. Go and see Lindsay and get a couple of tickets. The East Dean are selling them as well. And it looks like a really good evening. We had a, a meeting with Lee earlier on, and we're looking at about 150 to 170 people so far. So um, if you want some tickets... Um, get them now because our guess is that once we announce the final guest it might well be a sellout seven quid supporting the vibe radio station and the yorkshire air ambulance there's a couple of prizes as well from john parking coming as well a signed painting and a shirt as well from john yeah i've Uh, got a couple of photos that stretched it the club photographer with some signatures on there as well that we'll be raffling off and uh if the club haven't brought a few players in by that time, there might be some questions to be answered from the CEO, so get yourselves involved. It's a bit of a fans forum, if we've been perfectly honest. It is, with music, beer, and a bit of a laugh. And hopefully some questions answered. We'll, ju- we'll see you next week on The Red Report. The Red Report on The Vibe. Sponsored by Opium, the number one indie bar in Barnsley. does Comcast Business power more businesses than any other provider? It has technology solutions that put you ahead, like the fastest reliable network and serious savings. Ask how to get a $500 prepaid card with a qualifying gig bundle. Offer ends 10 22 Restrictions supply. Call for details. It's the 90th minute. All your mates are around. You've got your McDonald's share boxes ready to go. Ian's already got booked for double dipping, and Steve has stolen the last nugget. You're snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? You reds? At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Talk Sport Fan Network. The ultimate on-demand destination for the UK's best fan-led football podcasts. Want barnstorming Barnsley insight, analysis and opinion? Follow the Reds Report podcast on the TalkSport Fan Network. Unbeatable club-dedicated content created by the fans for the fans. Search TalkSport Fan Network.